Hey, Deepti, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Asif? How's it been? How's Arizona? It's good. Um, I just got back from... So I'm working on this project. Mm-hmm. It's uh, called uh, Become a Well-Adjusted Functioning Adult. Oh, Operation, okay. Operation Become an Adult. Oh, that project. <laughs> yeah, it's not going so well, but I just got back from the grocery store. Dude, you're almost like, 30. I know. It's re- I'm really behind schedule. <laughs> I'm really behind yeah, schedule. I'm really yeah. It's okay. Your room looks really neat. I hate you. So. I hate you. <laughs> there's been a lot going on here. Like there's been so much going on. Um So no, yeah, my room is really fucked it's up. Okay, mine's like a lot worse cuz I just moved out and I didn't like unpack yet. So like my my like my room is really tiny, but I have a queen bed. So it's like a okay. queen bed and then like bags all around me. No you have room. A queen Just, bed? Yeah, I don't know why. Because this room is really tiny. That's amazing. But like that you you have like a whole like This room is huge. just like a bedroom. Like it's only a bed. You don't have and space like a for path like, around me. No. I have, have a dresser a... and a nightstand. And then I have a laptop. No, I have a, like a desktop monitor, but there's no chair. The chair doesn't fit. If I put a chair there, then I can't walk around my bed. So. Wait, can I see? Can I see this? No, no, you okay. can't see this. It's fucking ugly. <laughs> you get to see my whole fucking chalkboard. Dude, that's, that's your fault. That's completely your fault. Like baggage just open everywhere. Pretty sure. Yeah, that's not. That's wait, I feel wait, like that's okay. Yeah. Kaiju? Yeah. Kaiju, come here. She's mad because I'm in her chair. Oh shit. Oh, she's so cute. Can you say something? For the... she's Did she meow say. in there? She Wait, won't no, meow. You... She's just like sniffing it. Oh, she's so cute. Yeah. Ariane would love her. You should pick her up when Ariane's here. I will. Ariane was actually she was a <clears throat> she was babysitting Kaiju the other day. Wait, really? Oh, yeah. you still see her a lot? Yeah, I see her often. She lives like down the street from me. Oh. Wait, really? Are you still in the same place? Mm-hmm. Oh, Ariane and Mark, they found a new place, right? Yeah, yeah. They got a new place, and it's here in Tempe. I'm about to move in summer. I'm not staying here. Why not? Uh, I'm just kind of sick of living in, like, a college town, and then it's, like, pretty far from Amex, too. So I kind of wanted, like, a change of pace. I want to live, like, in the city because i don't think like downtown phoenix yeah because i don't think i'm gonna be here long term so i just want to experience the whole city like all at once you know what is downtown phoenix like sir what did we do last time we went to a bad comedy show we had some bad british food like but hey i think cornish pasty was pretty good i don't think it was too bad i guess i guess Let me ring him again. Wait, can we introduce them? Well, oh, yeah, we should. Oh, we should do that. So you can, like, edit this before we start talking. Okay. All right. Uh, Arvind, welcome to Tea Time. Glad to Thanks have you on. Nice yeah. to meet you. Nice to meet this you. Is... I've heard a lot about you. Yeah. So is this your guys' first episode? This is... Um... 
third. The third one we recorded, but the first two were kind of lower quality. Mm. So that's assuming that this is going to be any higher quality. <laughs> we, hope. we have like other people with us, you know? Yeah. That's so I guess true. the problem is that Deep D and I aren't interesting. And so we're trying to like reach out to interesting people. Our humor's kind of dry. It doesn't translate well, like over, I don't know, through our voices. Alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like it's the kind of thing where even as a host, you probably have to go through a few iterations to get a feel for what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Like, it probably helps to have a few people, you know, as guinea pigs. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a guinea pig. I don't know if you know this, but Deep D hates guinea pigs. I told hmm. you that. Yeah, any type of rodent. Yeah, they're all ugly to me. I think yeah. they're like really disgusting. In Switzerland, it's illegal rats, to own a guinea pig. It's illegal to own a guinea pig. It's illegal to own a single guinea pig. Um, because they're so, like inherently social beings, so it's considered abuse to own only one guinea pig. So you must mm-hmm. own at least two. Oh wow. Yeah. You know what's better than useless information for the day. <laughs> you know what's better than one guinea pig. Two guinea pigs. <laughs> Two guinea pigs. Yeah, that's the type of humor we have on our podcast. Yep. <laughs> so I'm still popular, you know. I'm into it. Yeah. How are you like feeling during this whole quarantine thing? Um. I don't know. It's like one foot in, one foot out. So I don't know how much Kasib's told you about me, but I work as, um, I'm a captain in the army. I work as a lawyer. And so the military is like not sure what to do about it. It's not very good at social distancing. Um, so we're still, like I spend the whole day at work in like basically like a situation room type setup, right? You're just live tracking statistics and data about the virus and figuring out like protocols and responses and all that um is is like virus response if that's what if that's what it's called is that part of what you're doing now yeah it is so i'm i'm on like the national security law team and basically i work with like our headquarters on a specific covid19 response unit um Oh. It's just kind of where I just laugh because, I mean, we have like 30 people in a conference room, like a large auditorium type room. Yeah. Um, so it's like, all right, yeah, we're figuring out policy, but we're not. Yeah, they aren't even following, following the policy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. People are just stubborn. Um, yeah. Sometimes it feels like. A lot of the advice, like the work that I do, like at my level, like we're advising people above us. And it's like, it's people my age, you know, you're going to be like a bunch of millennials, right? Right. And people are advising a lot of boomers, some some of whom are like skeptical of science and, um, <laughs> you know, tend to not um, use the best sources for data, for information. Do you have people in your workplace who kind of like are not taking this seriously or yeah. like for sure? Are they like the boomers? Yes. But the problem like, is what are they doing? Like, hmm? Like, 
like what are they doing so as an example um so for example uh from one of the things you hear about is like washing your hands and social distancing right that we're all supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. um my understanding is we have epidemiologists in the military so based on their guidance uh in part just similar to what cdc's been putting out washing hands is like a small part of it like we should all be generally doing that anyway but it's more stress that so that the general masses feel like they have some sense of control over the situation the real thing we have to do to mitigate it is social distancing according to the experts um and so the the military for example every morning they're still doing physical training right you're going out you're doing your push-ups and you're running and uh you may like my office doesn't do it because i mean we're the the legal office so we don't have to yeah. do some stuff but like you know you might be going onto the range to do weapons training or whatever all of which if you have like one or two people who are COVID 19 positive yeah now you have like 500 people in a whole formation who are are they still doing like close formation no yeah. change in protocol correct even if people test positive they're still going to do that um so if people are symptomatic um then they're being moved into quarantine but the problem is we don't know if they're positive or not because there are insufficient tests so like for example i could i could be COVID positive right now but i may be asymptomatic and i may have infected three to five people today yeah. but we won't that's, know for another that's day. like the really scary thing here because really i remember scary. like Donovan Mitchell tested positive, right? But he was like, I feel like right. I could play a seven-game series right now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's... The other thing is, like, a lot of people just in general, and definitely in the military, they're, like, of the mindset that, oh, this is something that affects old people, the elderly. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if I get it, I'm going to be fine. But the data that's coming out indicates that most people who are hospitalized right now are people 18 to 49. You were sharing that article with me earlier this week, right? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it was a Times article. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think people, I think right now, like, we're just kind of figuring out what this does, what this, like, yeah. virus does to people, too. Exactly. And it's going to keep changing a little bit as it interacts with different populations. It's going to mutate. It's going to evolve a little bit. Um, yeah, so we're seeing different side effects in people, right? Now you're seeing loss of uh, a sense of taste or a sense of smell. You're mm-hmm. seeing diarrhea as a symptom in certain people. Um, I think we're just learning more about it as it interacts with different populations. Yeah. So. No, it seems like the best thing to do is just like stay away like i i think i've been in my apartment i left today to get groceries but other than that i think i've only left once or twice in the past week week and a half since i got back from chicago how many times have you been to churches i went to popeyes i went to popeyes (laughs) one of the times i left was to go to popeyes yeah but if i don't have like chicken grease in my body like i'm gonna die I mean, I how else are you have... gonna fight it off? What's that? How else are you gonna fight it off otherwise? Exactly, it builds your immune system to have some fried yeah, chicken. I guess. Yeah, a lot of people are still going on vacation. Like we That's... had our spring break last week, 
And I will yeah. still see stories of them, like, in their bikinis on a beach, surrounded by people. It's really yeah. bad. I think that's a bad call. I was supposed to go to Europe. Yeah. yeah. I would have been stuck in Europe had I gone. Well, no, because they let U.S. citizens come back, right? Mm-hmm. I think they do. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, uh, like, flight, like, flight prices, like, shot up during our spring break. Uh, to, for return flights, not for, like, yeah. going. Yeah. No, I'm really glad I didn't go. Yeah, I mean, I was supposed to go to India next month, so that's, like, just knocked I, out, obviously. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. happen. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's going to get, like, like, so right now we're all, like, quarantined and, like, not leaving our residences. Do you think that that situation is going to get better or worse in like the coming like week two weeks month like um, when do you think we're going to see like a return to like normal or semi-normal where we can like leave our apartments or like not worry about you know me flying back home or something yeah i think best case projection like i had to like do a briefing on that exact thing at work today okay like the best case projections based on the metrics uh right now we have is that mid-june is best, case. best case yeah like if we do everything what, that we're supposed to you know we can get buy-in from like everyone in the country essentially and we all do social distancing we can all get tested eventually if needed we wash our hands and do our due diligence sometime in june is when you can start to see some of these restrictions being lifted and things going back to normal um but even if that happens you could have a second wave of cases mm-hmm. in like August, September timeframe. Um, it's pretty much a guarantee that it's going to resurface in like next winter. Um, when the weather the drops. Wave. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But it's only a guarantee if there's like a new wave of cases? It's a virtual guarantee, yeah. In, in part because we don't have vaccine for it yet. So... Um, Again, I'll preface all this with, like, this is just stuff that I've had to research at work. Like, I'm not a medical expert in any capacity. <laughs> uh, take anything I say with a grain of salt. Don, I have, like, this discoloration on my skin. Could you come over and check it out? <laughs> yeah, maybe Sean can. He's the one with the MD. <laughs> yeah. No, but I want you to do it because it's, it's in a sensitive spot. Look, I'm still dealing with trauma from uh, making those evaluations in college. <laughs> did you guys go to uh, college together? We did, yeah. Yeah. We did. Yeah, yeah. So he's been like one of my best friends since college. Yeah. Yeah. 2010, baby. <laughs> baby boy, what it do? <laughs> <Yeah>. 2010. <laughs> Did you hear about this guy Drake? Have you guys heard of this Drake guy? <laughs> no, man. I was too busy with you. Deep is so Kong. young right now. Oh, shit. Yo, I've been talking. Yeah, like, Amplifier was such a hit. That was such a that was yeah. such a hot song. It yeah, Deep D knows exactly what I'm talking about. I really like that song. There's, like, some Punjabi song that came out when we were in college. And yeah. it, like... Every party we went to, you heard this guy. Yep. 
in Punjabi talking about his speaker system. Like... <laughs> that's, that's what it boils down to. It's a whole song about a speaker system. Dude, no, I, I it's a that I, I think it's misunderstood, dude. It's a love song. It, it is, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a metaphor, love. obviously. Because he's like, like the whole lyrics are about like, you're my speaker and I'm your amplifier. So yeah. I'm like, it's just a really douchey way. <laughs> Just like a really douchey way to put it. Wait, Deepthi, how old are you? I'm 22. Okay, so so is Imran Khan considered like vintage? Dude, she's not no, gonna have any he's idea. Not, he's not vintage. Imran okay. Khan, you know who that is? Like the the artist? Not Pakistan's oh. prime minister. Not Pakistan's prime minister. Yeah, the more important <laughs> Imran think, Khan. I don't think I know who you guys are talking about. Never mind. I don't. I, don't I think I got it wrong. He made I, think like, I thought I did, but I don't. He made like Punjabi club music <laughs> in 2010. <laughs> Arvin, did you get a, did you get that motorcycle you were talking about? Dude, it's a funny story. I went to the dealership two days ago to to literally buy the motorcycle, mm-hmm. and I was looking for this guy named Greg, right? Because I I'd spoken to Greg once before. Yeah, Greg's a cool um, guy. Yeah, I love Greg. <laughs> um, Me too. And this time I go in and I ran into uh, Karen, but Karen was with uh, another customer and she was like, oh, Mr. Ravi, I'll be with you in a second. I'm like, cool, take your time, Karen. But then I found Greg, and so Greg and I were chatting again, you know, he was yeah. excited to see me. And then Karen busts in and just imposes herself on a conversation and it just became kind of an awkward row um where greg got really like pissed off and they were exchanging glances and greg was audibly upset um there was a discussion about whose customer i was what uh wait you, so did then, you see this all go down yeah th- this was happening in front, right of me. in front of you yeah so, uh, <laughs> I awkwardly walked away, and I walked towards, like, the motorcycle I wanted, and <laughs> I don't know what to do. There were two, like, white boomers fighting in front of me. Yeah. Um, and then Greg follows me, and he's like, hey, Karen will take care of you. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, you know. This, this, I was Greg. rooting for Greg this whole time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, I'm really so, – I said, well, Greg, I came all the way here to, like, work with you, man, like – it's like, yeah, I know, man, but I'm sorry. Like, it's just going to have to be Karen. It's like, all right, fair enough. <clears throat> and then Karen walks up and she says, hey, look, uh, you know, he's Greg's still new here. I feel like he hasn't had a lot of sales, so I'm going to let you go out and work with Greg. And so Wait, I said, well, Greg refuses to work with me. And she's like, well, I'm not going to work with you because I think Greg should work with you. So I said, well, so neither of you guys are going to work with me. They both rejected you, yeah. Yeah. So I just left. <laughs> they just didn't buy a motorcycle? No. They just left. <laughs> <laughs> so I just yeah. figured it wasn't in the cards for me to buy a motorcycle that day. Um, you got to get one soon. Dude, you've been talking about it for I so know. long. And you're making me want to go get one. Yeah. I ended up. I left there and I went to Patel Brothers and I bought samosas instead. 
<laughs> that's a good. This yeah. is yeah. This is um something I guess people need to know is that Rasoy at Spices of India is only selling samosas through drive-through right now or uh, for pickup only. So all of our Oklahoma City listeners, <laughs> if you're planning on going to Spices of India. You can only get samosas for pickup. You can't dine in right now. Shout out. Shout out Spices of India. Shout out Kashal yeah. Patel. Kashal Patel. <laughs> that is, I haven't, like, that's like the premier Indian grocery store in Oklahoma City. And I haven't been able to find, like, the premier, like, Phoenix one yet. Like, we've got a Patel Brothers, and there's one called Lotus that's pretty good. Mm. But I don't know what, like, the big, like, Spices of India level one is. Yeah, and I don't know what you guys' thoughts are on Patel Brothers, but not to slander them. I have, like, I go to Suviva. Yeah, I never go to Patel Brothers. Yeah. Is that is that a chain, or is that, like, a... I don't, I don't think it's a chain. It's, like, just in Georgia, to where I go. Okay. Yeah, I feel like Patel Brothers just... I don't know if it's because it's a chain or what, but they don't have a lot of the brands that I like. Um, and they just seem generally not as, like, I guess Spices of India is always going to be the gold standard. Yeah. Can't, can't be spices, dude. Yeah. But Patel Brothers does have, like, good, um, and maybe it's just because they're, like, Gujarati, and Gujarati people know how to make snacks. Like, they got that on lock. The dokla, right? The dokla, yeah. Get some dokla in it. But what do you call those little the little circle ones, the little fried ones? Uh like beta? No, it's beta just like Gujarati. It's like a ch sound at the beginning. Wait, how does it look? It's just like It's like a circle, black? it's like a spiral. It's like a it's like, like a brown spot. Maybe. Okay. Maybe that's it. Yeah. They, the, the ones at Patel Brothers are so good. I get like a pound of that and like just eat it all in one day. Yeah. Yeah. Only thing is they don't. So I, if I do go to Patel Brothers, then I'll go to like, because uh, obviously like, they don't sell meat. So I have to go to like the halal store next door, which is conveniently next door. So do you, by that one family. do you prefer halal meat? Yeah. So my mom's. Even, like, when we're in India, she would usually buy halal. And so I think for some people it makes, like, a obviously it's a religious preference. But beyond that, I think for some people it makes a taste difference. For me, it doesn't make a big much of a taste difference at all. But it's just, I like, notice, I, yeah, go ahead. you know what the difference in taste? I notice a difference in taste. Yeah, I get, I like, I try to get my meat from, like, a halal grocery store. Yeah. Hey, and bro, it does, what's the difference in taste, though? Like, how's it taste difference? I can't really, like, describe it, but it just has, like, a little bit of a different taste. Maybe it's just I'm used to it because I grew up eating it, so. Yeah, but, that's what it boils down to for me. I grew up eating it, so I just feel better knowing it's halal. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to know that that chicken got its throat slit instead of some other <laughs> method of butchering a chicken. I don't know how else you kill a chicken. What other? So I know with yeah, with halal sometimes uh, the specifics of it is such that the blood isn't rushing, like the animal isn't suffering in such a way that um, its body is in, is like panic induced. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, and because that can have an if that might be the taste difference. I, I've heard that like uh, someone was telling me, I don't know if this is like scientifically true, but um, that like if an animal is panicking when it's killed, it releases like stress hormones into its yep. muscles. And that actually has like a taste difference. Yep. Whereas with like the whole point of halal meat is that the animal is calm when you kill it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or reduce suffering. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, part of like, grand- yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say my grandpa would just like grab it and just. Oh man, yeah. yeah. That was that was interesting. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. I've had to do, I, like I do it a halal way. I've had to like do a chicken halal, but mm-hmm. I haven't had to break a chicken's neck. I've probably killed away too many animals with my grandpa between the ages of like four and twelve. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. Oh my god! Not to advocate animal cruelty or making children do shit like that, like, but that's when I did it too, right? Like I was probably yeah. like eleven, right? Right. And I feel like if you're gonna have, if if you have to have someone kill an animal, the age you want to start them off at is like really young when they can't really yeah. process this sounds yeah. horrible when they can't really process their actions it's true so like if you want to if you're gonna desensitize a child like that's the time to do it yeah you four is the perfect age four. great advice on tea time you can't desensitize like a 19 year old like it can't yeah there's they're already sensitized i think once they hit like 10 or like once they hit like eight i feel like that's it's already too late I did it at like eleven, and I didn't. You don't really... think you were desensitized? Well, no, I'm saying the desensitized was it. It worked because I was like, oh, like yeah. at the you time, like desensitized. I really didn't know what I was doing. I just like my uncle was just like, take this knife, pull its head up, and Thanks. so, and I was like, okay, I'll do that. And then we ate like chicken biryani afterwards. <laughs> like, wow, yeah, where'd this come from? <laughs> <laughs> now I know. Now. Yeah, I remember um, my mom still tells me this, like, randomly tells a story of family gatherings. Like, my nana had, uh, like, two rabbits this one time. Like, we went to go visit him. And apparently I said, oh, those rabbits are really cute. We should eat them. And sure enough, like, my nani, like, you know, like, an hour later, like, we went and grabbed the rabbits and, like, we had rabbit curry. Oh it was man! So good. Oh god! Did you participate in the killing of those rabbits? I did, man. Wow! Did. How'd you do it? Cut its throat. Jeez. Yeah. Dang, you thought it was cute too, and you still wanted to kill it. Yeah, yeah. I, at this point, I'm guessing I'm never getting invited back on the show. Oh. No, we love this. <laughs> we love this right here. This is this is what we got you on here for. <laughs> Yeah. I think, yeah, the in Pakistan, as far as the slaughtering of animals go, the weirdest thing that happened to me was, like, my nana bought me a goat. He bought me and Manib, both of us, goats, and he gave us, like, leashes mm-hmm. and, like, let us walk these goats around for, like, a week and really build oh, a bond God. to a bond with them. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he didn't tell me. He's just like, he's like, this is your goat. Like, I got this for you, right? 
Yeah. So I just like walk around Chung with like this fucking goat, and then I came home and it was like hanging upside down from the balcony, getting its liver taken out. And I was like, all right, that's that's what happened to my goat. That was my buddy. <laughs> How old are you? It's probably around like ten or eleven, something like that. Yeah. I thought you were gonna have to kill yourself. I thought that's where I, the story was going. No, I didn't have to kill it. No, I didn't have to kill that one. I think it was like my size. I think it could have fought back. <laughs> Go first with the seeds. That's so funny. <laughs> I think now at my age I could I could fight a goat pretty well, but at eleven, yeah. Oh yeah, you're like a lot older, wiser. You box now. Yeah, I haven't boxed in like four weeks, dude. And I'm like, I haven't I... boxed in like two weeks. It's so bad. Dude, I, do you I feel paid like a lot of money for that too. Do you not get your money back? Um, I could ask for a refund, but also I'm like friends with the coaches, and I feel like they're in a really bad financial spot, so I don't really want to hurt them anymore. Oh, that's fair. Luckily, like I, so mine is like monthly, and you pay every month, and so I I finished my month, and then I was planning on going for spring break, so I didn't renew. But I haven't had it. I feel like I'm getting slower now, and I feel like I had just got it to a point where I was like really comfortable, like dodging and throwing and stuff to be honest i'm not that good of a boxer because i just do fitness classes so yeah. like, i think i'm like i'm like fit that's like a good workout but i'm not that great at like jabbing or like i'm really bad at dodging and i, I, think, I don't move quickly i think it's really hard to move fast that's like a I really think, hard thing to yeah i think that's the thing that takes the longer at least for me that's yeah. been the thing that's like taking the longest is like no i take that back that's the thing that's been second hardest um well, what's hardest for you stamina like just like because i i do sparring too and after like three rounds i'm gassed and the guy who i'm like sparring with he's been doing it for two years and he like runs and all this stuff and he looks like he could just keep on kicking my ass over and over again yeah people in boxing are so intense but it's really inspiring too yeah i really like it quick on your feet right yeah yeah I've noticed that my foot movement has gotten, like, a lot faster, though, just because I'm always, like, on my balls and, like, jumping up and down, right? I think my stamina's gotten a lot better. Yeah. You jump rope before your um workouts? Yeah, I do jump rope. I jump, and I've been trying to do jump roping outside of my workouts, too. Me, too. Yeah. It's, like, a really good way to build your stamina and your, like, foot endurance, like, leg yeah. endurance. Everything I know about boxing comes from Rocky and Creed. You should watch Million Dollar Baby. It's really good you boxing. You should, yeah. Deep, <clears throat> Deep D is my Million Dollar Baby. My, yeah. One day I'm going to have to unplug her. Oh, shit. <laughs> Why Wait. would you say oh, that? Oh, shit. You that? Shit, you haven't seen the movie. Have you seen the movie, Arvin? Nope. It's not relevant. What do you my, yeah, that has nothing, nothing to do with the to movie. Yeah. That's it. We are. I already forgot. If coronavirus calms down when Deep Team moves to Phoenix, we're going to live stream a fight. It's going to be the fight of the century. No, no, no. You have to pay for this. This is like $20 to watch. You can watch it in person too if you're in the same state, but 
How would how you much pay would dollars you... to see us fight? Yeah, that's that's the real What's question. What's the most you would pay? What's the most you would see us fight? watch you two fight? Yeah, yeah like thirty dollars. No, I would, I would pay more than that. You'd pay more than thirty 50. to see me and Deepy fight. Would you pay fifty to see me and Deepy fight? I would pay up to seventy dollars to see you two fight. Whoa, dude, really? You know what? For seventy dollars, I feel like you need like VIP treatment. Like you get to be like ringside. Oh, you can punch us too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like we'll give you a glove too. <laughs> All I would need is unlimited wings. That's it. We could get you unlimited wings. We could do that. I'm a pretty cheap date. Yeah. So you would pay seventy dollars to to see Deep D and I. Yeah, Who do you think is gonna win? I don't know. That's why I would pay seventy dollars. <laughs> you know. See, the thing is, I feel like height gives you a really big advantage in boxing, and that's not fair. You know. It'd be shorter. Gravity would help. I guess like your punches would like you would probably miss a lot, but then when I try to punch you, I'm gonna have to like. You have to reach up, yeah. yeah. You have to really reach, yeah. Well, I think you just get on the inside, and then like my punches won't have power because like I won't get the extension. So if you just get on the inside of me, I don't know why I'm giving you advice on how to beat me, but like if you so get just, on, like the... go close and you just keep doing body shots. No, you get in, you get in close and start doing like uppercuts and jabs to my face. Oh, yeah, okay. and body shots because I can't block your body shots. Mm. And I can't hit you in the body at all. Because you're so much shorter than me. So I have to go for headshots. Yeah. I feel like it would be a good a good match. Yeah, I just want to kick the I just want to kick the shit out of you, Deep D, honestly. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I have another friend who wants to do that too. I don't get why people want to fight me. Like maybe me and your I'm other friends like team up and I'll get on my hands and knees behind you and they can push you over and then we can just start beating the shit out of you. <laughs> Yeah. One time we were on vacation, he was giving me like boxing lessons. Apparently, I looked really evil when I was like punching him. Like every time he was telling me to like punch harder, I would like smile. No, I never told you to punch. Okay, I want to clarify. I never told her to punch harder. That's something she heard her in her own mind and started implementing. Like, that was showing evil look. Yeah, I was like, I was showing her how to block. That was the point. I was showing her how to block, and I was like, yeah, so, like, punch me, and I'll block. And then she punched, and I blocked, and I was, like, a light block. And then she started kept, she kept going, and then it started getting, like, she started punching so hard that at some point I wasn't, like, demonstrating. I was actually trying to protect myself. Oh, God. No, but from you, gave me something. you gave me some sort of advice, and I was like, that's why I was, like, punching harder. I you definitely did not really punch harder. You said, like, you said something. That's why I was trying to, like, improve. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I got a head trauma afterwards that I don't remember. I didn't even touch you, dude. I did not touch you at all. It's false. <laughs> all our friends saw us, too. Like, I turned around, and they were all watching us because I looked crazy. Yeah. Uh, you were crazy. Was this on one of your L.A. trips? This was yeah. L.A. Yeah. What the L.A. trip. Yeah. Gotcha. Arvin, I have a, I, speaking of fighting, man, what's your opinion on a... Who's like crazy versus big? Who wins? Wait, crazy versus big? You have somebody who's crazier and one person who's bigger who wins in a fight. Are you? Why'd you ask that? I think. It's like a. 
Wait. Do, you, do, you, do you feel attacked? <laughs> oh, I think like after that story, I feel like it makes sense that you're attacking me. No, no. I, after what we just talked about, nothing to do with you being crazy. How I look evil, like. Uh, nothing to do. I think there's like a slight correlation between that which you just asked. Oh, no, it just randomly came to my mind because like some people, I'm of the opinion that crazy beats big nine times out of ten. I think crazy beats big. I don't think nine times out of ten. I think seven times out of ten, crazy beats big. Seven times out of ten. Seven, yeah. Yeah. I don't I think, think crazy you're... is that much of an advantage. Dude, no, I think if you really unlock the crazy, it's a huge advantage. Dude, people say boxing is like a lot more mental than you would yeah. think. So I feel like if you can't um think of what the other person's gonna do, it gives you a big advantage. You know, right. that it gives that person an advantage because you don't know like how they're gonna fight. Yeah. You don't know what they're not gonna be. That makes sense. Yeah, it's like they say like it's harder to play someone in chess if they don't know how to play chess because you don't know what the fuck they're about to do, right? It's that's yeah, definitely true. Yeah. I've I lost like... chess matches to people who played the first time enough times to know. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like crazy would definitely win just because you don't have to, you're. I, I assume that person's essentially not concerned about consequences for themselves. That's yeah. The, yeah, that's I think if you really unlock that crazy and you're not worried about yourself getting hurt, yeah, you really hurt another person. Yeah, it's a high risk, high reward game, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because it just boils down to how much the amount which you can withstand yourself is exponentially higher. To the point, it almost doesn't matter like how much pain you can inflict on the other person, right? Right. Because whatever, like you can take a lot more pain than you can give, and that yeah. gives the edge. I feel like. Sure. So. Yeah. All right. Well, Arvin, I think we've we've had you on here for for a minute. We got we got to move on to our. Other, this is good though. I feel like we had we've got some good material. We, good, we had a lot of good content from this one, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna, good. It's gonna be on Spotify, by the way. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. This was yeah. fun. We'll we'll definitely like we're gonna put the, we're gonna try to put this on Spotify. So cool. we'll definitely run it by you first to make sure that there's like, you no know, way. I don't know if you wanna protect Greg or Karen's feelings. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that they'll be listening in, but you know, they I might. hope they've they've been able to mend fences and <laughs> get on with it. I hope that they have a good professional working relationship. Me too. Me too. You know, they're both good people. Mm-hmm. I got to know them both individually over a fifteen minute span. So, who, who would win in a fight, Greg or Karen? Oh, dude, Karen for sure. For sure. Yeah. Is she crazy or is she big? Crazy big. <laughs> oh, she got that deadly like Mike Tyson mix of both. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Karen, greatest fighter yeah. who ever lived. K- Karen rides That's a 2500 cc motorcycle. She rides a what? A 2500 cc motorcycle. What bike is that? Uh, the Rocket Three by Triumph. What the fuck? It's the biggest uh production engine and a motorcycle i've never heard of a 2500 cc dude it looks like the batmobile what the hell is this thing (laughs) 
That's what Karen this like, rides. This is a this is like a Honda Civic engine on two wheels, dude. What is this? Yeah, Wait, it's about it sharp with a Honda Civic. It's a it's called the Triumph Rocket Three. The Triumph Rocket Three. Good God, Triumph has, Triumph is gonna have to sponsor this episode, dude. <laughs> Wow. Maybe this is how we get free motorcycles. Hey. Dude. Wow. Karen's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Gotta give it to Karen. Yeah. All right. Well, Arvin, we're gonna go get our we're gonna get our next guest on. Sounds good. Talk to you Take soon. Man. On, guys. Take yeah, care. Thanks for being here. Uh, thank you. Bye. Do I just end call? I think you gotta end. I think you gotta end because we gotta add. <laughs> I knew that ending was going to be awkward. I knew he wasn't just going to disappear after you said bye. All right. Bye. 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 Okay, that was good. All right. I think that went really well. I think that went really well. We got a lot of cool material there, I think. He had, like, a lot of good stories. He had, like, cool things to say. He had actual stuff to say about coronavirus. Like, that's actually his job. It's actually helpful, too. I'm probably going to tell other people that. Like, yo, I met this guy who works for National Security. Yeah. Or you could just what tell him to listen to our podcast. It's even better. Even listen better. to our podcast for Corona, helpful Corona tips. Yeah. And staying alive. <laughs>